0: You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 76. Thomas Miller in the house. Thank you for joining us. I've got something that we're going to talk about today that's just, it's practical. It's daily. This is something that every one of us deals with. And I'm going to really encourage you to do some homework on this one. I'm going to give you several areas of things that you can uh, take a look at and action items that you can do. I came back from this podcast movement conference that was in Dallas. Uh, It was a weekend ago, but uh, went to that and really enjoyed it and just got fired up again about this medium that we have called podcasting and really saw how it's touching lives around the world. And ironically, this little old podcast is not doing so bad in, uh, in the relative numbers. I mean, for something that I've just kind of put out in the world, It's been accepted, so that's because of you. Thank you very much for listening. Today, let's talk about staying centered and grounded. Now, you know that when topics come up here, it's usually some kind of an outflow of what's going on in my own life, so this is something that I've been taking a look at for myself quite a bit lately, and I had a road trip this week and spent some time listening to some of those podcasts from last weekend. And the big popular ones are mostly related to business building, especially entrepreneurship. So I was catching this common theme. And of course, it's the one that we deal with over here. I'm like, guys, we're we're talking about this over here. So here are these entrepreneur podcasts and their biggest complaints are fear, self-doubt, not believing in yourself enough, what you think drives your beliefs, drives your actions. And then the other one that I thought was interesting was getting stuck. So you, you outline a course or you know, let's say, five or six steps that you need to do and people get stuck on every one of them. Do you feel that? Do you feel like you want to make certain improvements or changes in your life? And here's here's this, like if you laid out what, what 2015 is supposed to look like and here we are over halfway through the year, are you stuck? How's it going? Are you really making progress? Have you already completed your year's goals? And you kind of reset because, wow, I got all that done in May. Usually that's the exception, not the rules. So let's drill down on this a little bit because one of the things that I realize for myself, when I'm traveling and then I come back to home base in Dallas, it doesn't take 48 hours before I look around, when I you know take that conscious break for a minute and just realize that I've lulled back into the same thing, sameness, the same routine. You got to go do this at work. You got to go you know go the, and just it. You just all of a sudden you're back in your little world and it's you're not moving forward. You're stuck. So some cousins to those things, fear, self doubt, getting stuck, etc., could be let's say staying centered and grounded, staying centered and grounded. Now, let's, let's define that. And I came up with two definitions, one energetically and then the other cognitively. So let's talk about the definitions of staying centered and grounded. What does it mean? We've all heard that term, basically, either you're centered or you're not. And I know we can all identify times in our lives when we've been very centered and grounded, purposeful, determined, directed, focused, and you know what that feels like. And then there are other times when you just know it's like somebody could uh, flick you with a feather and you'd fall over. You're so ungrounded and uncentered. So a couple of definitions that I came up with. First, energetically. Let's talk about this from an energetic perspective first. We know that everything in the universe is energy. Einstein taught us that. We talk about it here on Subconscious Mind Mastery. And you know in your life when your energy is balanced and when it's not. And I'll tell you, if if you're just a new student um, learning this, keep studying energy. And I will tell you one of the best ways uh, to do it in a minute. I'm going to tell you in a minute. I'm going to bring this into the conversation. But just if you're new to this and you go, well, I really don't know what my energy feels like. Well, welcome to the world of consciousness and congratulations for finding this podcast and keep studying material like this because in essence, we are an energetic being. We create energy and we feed off of energy. We create our own energy and that influences the world around us. And we also feed off of the energy of the people and the situations and the circumstances that are around us. The more in tune you get with that, the more you can get into the flow. I would always recommend the book Levels of Energy. If you're interested in learning about this, get the audiobook that I did. Uh, if you'd like to hear the audiobook narrated by me or Fred Dodson's book Levels of Energy – Get one or the other, but listen to that because that will help if you're just getting into this perfect groundwork for you to understand more of what we're talking about and how you can determine your own energy because Fred puts energy on a scale from zero to 1,000. And basically the lower levels, the 100s, are anxiety, depression, um, these uh, movie Theater shooters, my gosh, what have we, what are we coming to? But these people that are going into movie theaters and shooting uh, innocent folks, that would be a very low level, like probably 10, 20, 30 level energy. But anyway, he puts it on a scale where it goes on up eventually to the higher levels for human existence in the five and six hundreds, and very few people. I don't even think he mentions anybody in the 600s. 500s, yes, that's very high energy. And he walks you through everything in between. So you really understand it. That would be my suggestion if you're starting to get familiar with this. If you already know it, then you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know that your energy can get off kilter. And if you know yourself well enough and you've studied this enough, then you know probably exactly what will trigger it to get out of whack you know what people can get it out of whack. You know what types of circumstances, and you have a pretty good idea what it takes to get back in. The, the awakening, the consciousness is when you are so in tune with your life that you can tell from really, I would say, let's even narrow it down, hour by hour, certainly day by day, if not that, at least week by week because you are doing an end-of-the-week Review, are you not, <laughs> or, or setting the week ahead? I hope you're being at least that deliberate to sit down, if if not at the uh, end or beginning of each day, by the end of the week to know where you are and where you're going. But just a reminder here that there are lots of outside forces around us that can disrupt our energy. One of the things I'm really clearly understanding now is is along this line of energetic connection, how we influence the people around us. So if you invite somebody into your inner circle, into your close uh, circle of your life, just be aware that that person's energy and everything that they have going on in their life affects your life. As parents, we affect our kids, and that's even after they're grown. The people you work with, those are the ones you spend the most time with in a given week. Take all the hours of a week. You're with those people at work more than anybody else. They affect your life. Crowds, airplanes. Areas where groups of people are together. I was listening to The Science of Getting Rich while I was driving this week, and um, my goodness, every time I listen to that, I get something else from it. That's the program. I don't know if it's even available anymore. Uh, Right now, I haven't been able to find it to see if there was a link where I could share it with you, but it was a program, if you happen to run across it, Bob Proctor, Jack Canfield, Michael Beckwith, recorded back in probably 2008. What they were doing is they were catching the wave of the movie The Secret. And there's a lot of secret in there, and you're kind of like, you know, ah. But excellent material. And Jack Canfield was reminding me of something that fits this perfectly. He said there was a Duke University study involving astronauts on the space shuttle where they would uh, take envelopes that the students of Duke University had created. And in these envelopes were objects. They were just simple objects. But the point was that you could connect energetically in outer space. So here are the astronauts tens of thousands of feet above the earth. And they would connect with a class or a group, this, this study group at Duke University. And the astronauts would open the envelope and they would look at the image and then they would concentrate on it. And the students, as Canfield said, would, with remarkable accuracy, be able to tell what object the astronaut was looking at just by connecting energetically. I'll tell you, if you haven't explored this kind of thing, it's a beautiful, wonderful, vast world of infinity, literally. And energy is just such a, a, an amazing, cool study. But yes, the point is... Close in. Let's forget about thousands of miles away. That's nice. That's great. But close in, that type of thing is amplified and magnified. And we are affecting the people around us and they are affecting us as well. And that's why I think you have to come back and you have to take regular times to dust your energy off, if you will. One other area that I didn't mention is relationships. And obviously, if you're in a relationship that can affect you positively and provide grounding, or it can influence you negatively and disrupt your grounding. So again, if you're really focused and interested in moving your life forward, you're going to have to take a look at what's around you. Now, what balances your energy? What can level or smooth your energy out if it's disrupted? Well, I would think that the number one top area – this is external, this is not within yourself, but this is external, would be energy work. I've mentioned on several podcasts, the guy that I want to have on here and Uh, I think I'm going to be around here a little bit now that I can set this interview up. Neil Marshall, several of you in the Dallas-Fort Worth area listen to the podcast. Neil does a class every Wednesday evening, most Wednesday evenings. You would want to check before you drove to make sure that it was on, but he does a class at the Miracles of Joy bookstore in Louisville where he does energy work, and it's totally unique. It's not like anything you've ever seen. You just have to go experience it for yourself. But back in the early days, when I was just getting started with this, I found my my way to the Miracles of Joy store and stumbled across this class that Neil was having and got the energy work for the first time. His class is much bigger now than it was back then. I think there were maybe six of us in the room at that time and there were several people who I still have a relationship or still keep in touch distantly today um who were in that room that first time and they were so touched by how disrupted my energy was and they could feel the pain and they could sense just the the cloud the the darkness the imbalance that we're talking about here these people were able to read energy, and one lady was actually moved to tears. She was compa- – tears of compassion. She felt sorry for where I had been and for the impact that it had on my life. Well, Neil did his work, and I, as I was driving home, I mean just the um, – I, I cannot even describe how different and how ethereal it almost was. It completely just shifted everything, and I mean, to the point where I had a hard time going to sleep after I drove home. The meetings are in the evening at uh, I believe seven o'clock, seven to nine, and I had trouble uh, going to sleep. It was so, it just was so different. I can't. I'm I'm having a hard time finding the words to describe the shift. Was balancing, harmonizing, peaceful. It felt like I'd had a wonderful massage, but he hadn't hardly put a hand on me. So the point is from that, that you can have energy work done. There are people who do this all over everywhere. Be careful, obviously. Be very careful and let spirit guide you because you will find the kneels of your world And, of course, if you're in Dallas, you can go see the real Neil. But um, if if you have a circle of friends who are in this area, then generally they will have some kind of a recommendation, just like asking who's a good dentist. You know, they'll say, who does good energy work? Well, they'll point you in the right direction. Another thing that you can do, and, again, this would be an area that you might want to study and just learn more about, is smudging. This is smudging with sage. Now, you have to be careful where you do this because sage has a remarkable, similar aroma to marijuana. So it's like if you take a smudge stick to a hotel room, (laughs) be careful. don't probably want to do that. I carry some little sage cones. They're white sage cones, and they're more aromatic. And when I go into a hotel room now, I will usually use about half of one. Because you don't want to also create lingering smoke, smoky kind of a perfume type of smell. But I will use some sage. It's amazingly cleansing. You can do some study. There's volumes of stuff online about smudging with sage, how to do it, etc. One thing, one little secret if you do smudge is leave a window open somewhere. Leave a way that that energy can exit the room. Uh, but smudging is a way that you can balance yourself. And when I come back from a trip, I will smudge from an airplane, being around a crowd, et cetera. When I get back home, I will smudge immediately almost. Great way to just rebalance your chakras and get your aura back into alignment. And, of course, the two big ones. These are the two big guns that you can do. These are really should be part of a daily practice, meditation and yoga And yoga today, too, I've mentioned this before, but yoga today is more aerobic, calisthenic. All this flow yoga and everything, is that's not the type of yoga. Go study kundalini or go study Paramahansa Yogananda. That's true energetic, connecting yoga. But those are the four areas. Get some energy work done by somebody who does it well. Smudge with sage, meditation, and yoga. Now, let's move from the energetic components of staying centered and grounded, and let's talk about some cognitive areas. Particularly, we make decisions every day that affect our lives, and some of those decisions move us toward where we're going, and some of them obviously move us away. Now, I've realized, and maybe one of the reasons why this podcast is being done today, is that I've realized that there are some things that I've been doing over the last several weeks that are moving me farther away from where I want to be going. And and the nice thing about doing this work is when you get going down a road that you know is not parallel with where you want to be, it doesn't take long to figure that out. And the, the quicker you are able to apply the brakes and like Fred talks about that analogy with the river in levels of energy. If you move back over into the river and you get back in the flow, then you're not trailing off down in the woods on some side tangent and getting yourself really off course, which I used to do all the time. Now it's just a little bump. It's like and, – and really you know inside because as what I'm talking about here is centered and grounded. You realize internally that you're off. Your spirit will say so. Your internal compass will just not feel like you're pointed to true north, and it will let you know inside. You'll, In other words, you'll catch it intuitively. So what I would suggest is even use this podcast as a catalyst. Starting right now, do an evaluation. Stop. Get your journal. Hopefully you have an area somewhere flagged, either dog-eared in your journal or either copy it into Evernote or something like that, where you know exactly you have the steps, the goals, the areas, everything that you've mapped out of where you want to be going. I did this in Sedona over the Christmas New Year break and mapped out things that I wanted to have happen in 2015. And that's what I'm saying is some of those things are not. And as I look at where I am, here we are halfway through the year, and some of them have already been checked off. That's great. But the others need specific actions that I'm not taking right now, and that's what I'm getting ready to correct. So then you can just do an evaluation of everything. So hopefully you have that. Then parallel where you are today with what you've set out for yourself. So what's in your life? Who's in your life? What or who needs to be in your life? And what and who does not need to be in your life? What changes do you need to make instantly? What changes do you need to make gradually write all of this down. And you know, sometimes it won't take very long. I'm not talking about a big exercise. I'm not talking about spending the morning here. Really, this could be done in probably 15 minutes if you're really in tune with things. And you could just catch it. And let your heart, let your intuition speak through your pen. If you're not a good writer, maybe you're more physically inclined than doing yoga. But with this on your mind might be a better way for you to do it. You might be a verbal person, and it might be better to talk this through with somebody close to you who you could trust energetically. It might be your spouse, your partner, or a trusted friend, or your dog. (laughs) I don't have one, but I'll tell you, I wouldn't uh, underestimate the value of a dog in this process at all. And then you have to decide, you know, where are you? If you're energetically off enough, then you might want to go see Neil or Neil's equivalent, and I just might do that. He also does private sessions and. It might just be time to book one. So the the thing is to slow down enough to have some focused journal time. I mean, so many of us don't turn it off. I've had a very busy week this past week. In fact, it's really been two pretty busy weeks, and I just need some unplug time, some downtime to do this. We're talking about moving, you know, doing this in moving movement as in yoga or some kind of exercise. That's another one. If just go for a long walk is often a great therapy. If the purpose and the intention of the walk is to talk to yourself, but uh, I, I I personally do better in movement. And I was traveling this week and out in remote areas, and that's where I get more clarity. And I just realized I was a lot more in tune with everything out there, kind of in the middle of nowhere, than I am right here in the in the buck middle of downtown Dallas. So why am I looking for an RV? (laughs) Well, there it is right there. It's that desire to be on the open road. And that's where I get a lot of clarity. And yeah, my soul wants more of that. So hopefully you'll find your method and your best way and then connect, plug in through that and go through the cognitive evaluation process and also go through the energetic. So let's summarize when you are balanced, you flow. When you're off, then everything just seems to get jerked sideways. You're pushing, you're pulling, you're paddling. Like Fred says, you're paddling up the river. It's unnatural. You're using effort that you don't have to use. You're forcing things, and it's just stuff is not clicking. You're out of balance. So the encouragement from Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 76 here today is to stop and start evaluating where you are. Connect with your energy. And then look at, are you centered and grounded in yourself? What influence do others have in your life? Are they moving you toward or away from your goals? Incorporate those four things I'd mentioned. Energy work, smudging, yoga, meditation. But most important of all, here's the key. Be intentional about staying grounded and let your intention drive you back to being centered in energetic balance and alignment. Hope this helps. I got to go because you know what I'm going to go do? (laughs) Get my journal out. I'll see you next time here on Subconscious Mind Mastery. I'm Thomas Miller. Enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment,